Good evening, good evening. This is an LGBTQ friendships podcast with myself, Nairi, and my beautiful wife, Asa. Asa, say hi. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, I feel all this louder than you. <laughs> yes, tonight, hello to my LGBTQ followers. Oh, we're not going to have such a topic tonight. We're just going to have a discussion about any, any, any little thing. You know, Christmas is around the corner and it's always financial time and relationships tend to get strained under these times and all of these things, you know, expectation for kids, expectation for kids and expectation and everything else, you know. So it comes a lot of pressure in the relationship and uh, money-wise and, you know, things like that why. So just having a discussion about coming up to Christmas at the moment and having kids, we be having kids and you know, someone said to me the other day, Oh, because I have a grandson. Oh your grandson got a you know, he, he he's got two he ain't understand it that he's got two grandma. I was thinking, No, that I said, that won't be a problem. I'll probably get teased at school and being lesbian. I said, I don't think so at all because you don't know no difference. And it's not, there's nothing about sex to know yeah, a I, people. Yeah, and I said, you don't know no difference. Some people, this is a girl, some people narrow-minded. And this was a friend of mine as well. I was just like, no, no, just no. I was just saying, no, my, my, my kids are very comfortable with their mum being gay. Yes, it did take them a while for them to get comfortable with it, but now they wouldn't change it at all. They'll just point blank tell you, mum's gay, and, and that's okay. You know, that's okay. But she was saying, oh, my kids, was it? Oh, God, they would have died. They would have died, if, you know, if I come up being gay, I stuff like that. They would have just died. And disowned me. And... Yeah, and disowned. You know, there's a lot of cute, you know, people out there where a bit scared, and it does happen. I'm not gonna say it don't happen. It does happen where kids probably choose their dad and don't want to talk to their mom and stuff depends. like that. I think it depends on how it's done. Simply because, um, obviously, a bit of uh, my background is is I, I, I was um a foster parent. And doing fostering over the years, my mum and myself have had many, many children and young people. And I remember we had this one young boy, and he was about 14 at the time, and his mum came out as being lesbian. And she was a, not so much a stereotypical, but she was quite a, 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 a larger lady and shortish hair. And she ended up putting her sons out over the person that she was living with. Mm. And he didn't get his head around it. All he knew is that his mum's turned gay, she's put him in care, and he was very resentful. So he went through a period from 14 to about 18 or so where he was just girl, 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 girl. He went through girls like they were going out of fashion to think to kind of like prove to himself that he was more of a man he didn't want to think that well my mom's gay then that means that i'm going to become gay mm-hmm. and um 
And, you know, he, he's a very nice guy. He ended up going into the army and becoming yeah, an, an, a, 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 you know, a long-standing army medic and whatever. But I think he's never been able to deal with how his mum came out. So I don't know. Sometimes it just depends because if, as a parent, if you're not able to explain how you are or how you feel, yeah. sometimes it, it can be confusing for the, the children. And luckily, you've been able to sit down and speak with your kids, with your ex and explain where the situation was. Hmm. That made them probably more comfortable in their acceptance. But even the same for for even the same for you. You know, you are your your kids is not as acceptable mm. to it. They're as, coming around more so now. To it, but your kids were but never that, ever said my mum is gay to one of their friends. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They would. They don't. They didn't. Two of your kids didn't come to our wedding. You know. But in saying that, I've spoken to them, and they, the thing is, like I say, it depends on the parent structure. Now I can speak to my young, my children, and I can speak, yeah, to, them speak and explain to them. You speak to them, but they don't. Act, but they don't. You speak to them, but they don't. They don't accept it and as at I'm all. about to try and explain, it's not that they don't accept from me. It's the fact that they have a father and their father is very resentful. And true that he's so resentful and has such bitter animosity to the whole situation, especially in being brought up in a religious Pentecostal background, which is Jesus' name and Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So that is the reason why they don't have that understanding like your kids. It's not that they don't understand, but it's that acceptance. Like right, as, I, as I said, although we was brought up that way too, but as I said, it's everybody to their own. Because this is what, as I said, you know, as, so if it was like, I can't see nobody mother in you know, special 18, 17, you know, just don't understand people going to be gay, people going to be different and uh, no, they're not the old school this, exactly they're not the old school you know. yeah, the but millenniums are more acceptance exactly, but you would say, you would think so because me was going out before we get married and still two of your kids didn't come to our wedding, mm. but at the same time they still not acknowledge it, they wouldn't say oh, they wouldn't say to their friend like oh, Sophie would have posted me and you on their Facebook or whatever Instagram or whatever, you know, they would not do something like that. So they not they don't they don't acknowledge it. They know about it, but they don't acknowledge it. But at the same time, there's our kids out there who don't acknowledge. But you know, it takes them a time to come around. And again, that that don't mean because the, your kids don't acknowledge it, you're gonna be mean and don't live your life to you the fullest of your potential. Don't live your life to the fullest of your potential because at the end of the day, these are your kids. They're going to live their life at some stage where you they probably have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whoever where you don't approve of. But you just have to stand back and watch and watch what goes on and 
and say, you know, this is what they choose and this is what they choose. I was in that boat, you know. My kids have boyfriends I don't like. And what? at the end of the day, they choose that person and they choose that person. And if you start to say, no, 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 they just going to resent, resent and goes to that person even more. So, you know, I just stand back and just wait. I said, I did told you so, but, you know, wait till it, they, they split up or whatever, you know. Mm. You know, but as I said, as I said, it, with kids and relationship, you know, especially if you, it was in a long-term marriage and mom and dad, I, you know, mom and dad and then one of you that came out and kids start to think you are the one who break up the marriage and you are the one who ruined their life because now you break up their marriage, they have to live separate, they have to do things separate. And this time of Christmas time, you know, it's kind of a bit, even more because then they don't have the Christmas they used to have and they don't, you know, it starts to resent a little bit more and, you know, again... I don't know, I think, I think kids, kids are very wise and if anything, more time still, what will happen is have the best of both worlds. Some, yeah. some kids look at it that way. Exactly. Well, you, you know, you've got to look at it, it very positive. You know, you get something from your mom's family, you get something from dad's family. And you get something from mom, you get something from dad. So therefore you're getting two lots of something instead of it combined one. And it's not a competition of who can buy the best or most presents. No. Because, you know, that's where I definitely would draw the line because, listen, that there's but your I... budget, there you go, knock yourself out. At the same time, at the same time, at the same time, um, I would say, like me and you was different. Your relationship after you ended with your marriage was different. With me and my, me and my ex, we always come together. If the kids want something, say, say example, the kids want an iPad, the iPad seven hundred pound. I know he will pay off and I'll pay off, but it's always not that case with you type of thing but it's as i said sometimes it's a difficult situation my friends in that situation right now you know the two parents don't communicate the two parents don't communicate so it's just a difficult one when you know two parents just not communicating for some reason or the other they can't communicate so my friend is in that same position right now you know, it is. So it is awkward. It's awkward. You know, I have been very good because I commit. Me and my ex husband communicate all the time, and we can communicate and discuss the kids. But when you can't do that because of one of the parents is is bitter, then it's a bit awkward. Would you say? Um, you can do, but uh, again, every relationship. Is different whether straight, gay, or whichever di- type of relationship. Oh, because God, yeah. you've got two persons. Whatever those two persons, there's always going to be something, either a positive, a negative, a negative, neg- negative, positive, or a positive, negative, whichever side. And it's, for me personally, it's frustrating at the fact that we've got kids together. We need to communicate and move on, but I can't communicate, I can't do anything. It's just on the other person's terms, which, you know what? When you're ready, we all try and sort things out, but until then, 
you do you, I do me. And unfortunately, the kids have got to sort themselves out in between of it, which is so frustrating, especially, like I said, my background of social services for many, many, many years. I've seen kids from these broken homes and I didn't anticipate my kids to be a part of that status quo neither, but that's life. And I've tried to do as best as possible. But, you know, you could, as a parent, there's no guidebook no. for how to be the best the best parent or the, the how to do things. But when I've worked with many parents and just explained how to try and be neutral, see from their point of view. And sometimes when I'm talking and trying to see from their point of view, it does help slow my thought process down because otherwise what happens is you over-assume, mm -hmm. you over-expect, and that's where the communication falls in many, not just parent and child communication, but also parent to parent mm -hmm. and parent to professionals because there's a great expectation of everybody knowing, but nobody don't know. And nobody wants to ask the question in order to know what you need to know. Which sounds confusing, but people yeah, just yeah. don't talk. People are so used to, oh, we'll look it up on Tinternet, as you call it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, as I, said, as I said, again, get back, as I always said, most level we communication is the key between anything. Communicate, communicate, communicate. You can't communicate enough. Well, you're right. There, 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 is, there is communication, but like you've pointed out, there is effective communication. But there's also the communication where you agree to disagree or disagree full stop or compromise. Mm. Because this is the thing. Uh, do people want to compromise? No, they want their own way. Do people want to try and resolve things. I did, I'd want my own way still, but, you know, again, it is trying to compromise and trying to get things the way it should be to make things work amicably. Well, again, and again, as I said, yeah, that that with kids, and but again, it's like coming up to Christmas now and family time as well. So, you know, you're probably not talking... You're probably not talking to your mom. It comes out, your mom not talking to you. And, you know, everybody's feeling it at the moment. So, it's, you know, you're probably feeling left out from the family because of you just come out and they don't like your sexuality or whatever it may be, feeling isolated at the moment because this is a time where you're going out, you're doing things and, you know, you're all, you're all, you're all, you're all you know, family very tight and you're thinking, oh, what I'm going to do Christmas Day, I'm going to be on my own or whatever it may be. But just, just have to try and remember that, you know, you're not, on your own as such. If you feel like you're on your own, you can always reach out to the LGBTQ friendship. We can always give you a, a send out a podcast on Christmas Day or 
we will start a podcast we on Christmas be. Day anyway. Yeah, we will. Because, right you know. But as I said, don't, you know, it's help out there. And if you're feeling lonely or stuff like that coming up to Christmas, it's help out there. And it's people out there where you can reach out to. You know, because I know as myself, as, as for myself, I know for, from experience, when I came out my first year, but from experience, when I came out my first year was a rough year, you know. Yeah. I didn't have family member around and Christmas Day, you know. It was just lonely. I wasn't lonely because I had my fam. I had the kids, I had the exes, but I had my friends, but it wasn't the same as before. You know, and then you start to think about it and you start to get down and stuff like that. But just look at the bright side, it's Christmas and you you got your elder, you're living your best life. You're living your true life because there's nothing more depressing than when you're hiding in the closet. Trust me, when I was hiding in the closet, I was the one put on the brave face. Everybody was like, oh, she's so happy. She's a, she's, I used to be the party starter because I have to be loud and, 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 and I am happy like everybody else. Inside, I was dying. I was just trying to cover up. My unhappiness trying to cover up what I was feeling. So I come in the room and I just light up the room and make them laugh. But at the same time, I wasn't laughing. I was crying inside. But at the same time, when I came out, and although I didn't have the family, although I have so much backlash, I was so happy because I was being me. I feel like I was breaking. I feel like a newborn. I would come up my shell. I could be me, I could talk about my partner, I didn't have to try and think before I talk because just in case I, I drop myself in it, you know, because not that I said, like, oh, my girlfriend was like, oh, I make a big laugh after I was thinking shit, I nearly out myself, you know, but as I said, when I came out, then I was so f- feel free, uh, right now, I'm in a loving relationship with my wife and I'm married. I'm living my best life. This is the life I was dreaming of every night when I was when I was in the closet. Every night I was dreaming about oh I wish I just could be out living with my girlfriend and the kids happy, I'm happy. We're just living a just a normal life. A dream about this life and now I'm living this life. It's not even just my girlfriend, it's my wife. Where my kids is proud of her. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids is proud of him. I know our anniversary, my son was in the state. And he sent her happy anniversary before. He didn't even send me one. <laughs> he sent her one. Happy anniversary. And I just think it's so nice to can look at her like that, you know. The chicken talks to them. They listen to her and stuff like that. This is the life I dream of. I didn't think I would have able to get it. So anything is possible Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Christmas coming and I would love all my LGBTQ followers and friendships should have a lovely Christmas. And, you know, I want you to, if something is bothering you or something is, you know, just get it out of the open. Just get it, just talk to the person because the only thing they can say is no, you know, or yes. So just get it out there and just, 
as I said, tonight is just a discussion about any anything. I was just sitting here thinking earlier, Christmas is coming up and a lot of people sitting and sad and a lot of people, you know, have parents were lost and, you know, just sad times, happy times, sad times, you know. Look at the bright side. Everything happened for a reason. Everything, that's all I see. Everything happened for a reason. And I look at it this way. These are steps where you have to go through your life to go to the next stage of your life. These are, yes, it probably feel hard now, but these are stuff we're going to make you... It will get easier. Yeah, it will get easier. And these are stuff we're going to make you better, be a better person. Trust me, I had a rough time. A rough time. But I look at it back now and think, you know what? I may have them rough time to come out the other side, to teach me something. It teach you something. You know, it teach you a lesson and know that I never want to do that again. I never want to been through that again. But, you know, if, you, if you're out there, you're suffering with your sexuality in no way at all, don't be ashamed of yourself. Be proud of yourself and stand up in your conviction because I'm telling you, nothing more, nothing more feel good. Take it from me. Nothing feel better than when you're free, when you break those shackles off of your feet to holding you down you know i'm just um just giving some quick feedback on on the um podcast that we put out now at the end of the day we put these podcasts out simply because we're talking about either our own experiences or things that you guys write to us and ask us to talk about and then I'll put it up on the Facebook and then I'll put an advert out to say that we've got a new podcast and this is the discussion point. And people comment on the discussion point. Now, people will comment because they haven't heard it or they have heard it. Ideally, if you're commenting, it's something that you've heard and that you want to make a valid point, whether it's a negative point or a positive point, not a problem. The fact that you've listened to it and making some kind of comment is brilliant because that's what we want. We want people to participate and so on. But um, last week we put out a podcast and it was... It was to do with relationship as well. Yeah. And... We talked about the age and things like that from another person who wrote in to say that they were 32 and the other one was 24. No, that, that was before that yeah. one. Yeah. That wasn't last week one, babes. That wasn't last week one. The um, email? That wasn't last week one. That was before, baby. But anyway. So we had um, somebody come on to Facebook and write some very hard words and it's not that I don't want to listen to it or don't want to read it but I appreciate that our space the LGBTQ friendship space is supposed to be a safe space if you're not happy in your skin let us know if you're happy in your skin let us know but there's certain things that are being spoke about which I can't help I can't stop 
but I'm hoping that when we do talk about it and how we talk about it can help everybody, you know, help you from the negative to the positive or from some kind of understanding, some kind of ground to be able to get forward out of that spot. So please appreciate that we are here to help. At the end of the day, no matter what you put up, you're always going to get haters. No matter what you put, you could put up the more positive things, the more negative things, you're going to get haters. So at the end of the day, LGBTQ followers, just believe in yourself. Just believe in yourself. Because no matter what we put up on this podcast, you're still going to have the one or two people where said, oh, we don't need an LGBTQ podcast. We don't need why this. We this why are we getting this one? You know, if you don't want to listen to it, I'm, I'm sick of said to you, this is an LGBTQ friendship. It's, you can, you, someone else can put a podcast about straight friendship. But this is for my LGBTQ followers, my LGBTQ family. And I'm happy to talk to them. I'm, I, I we're proud of our sexuality. We're proud of who we are. So if we want to talk about it to each our our friendship, we carry on. You don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. Move on. Keep it pushing. Listen to something else. Any radio one. Radio calling. one is calling. Carry on. So again, this is a LGBTQ friendship. So if you don't want to listen to it, you can turn over. But as I said, for our for our followers, we're just talking about like personal experience. Sometimes it's things like as just said for me coming out and christmas my first christmas was a, my first few christmas was a bit hard one it was hard i know christmas sometimes can you know money wise and and families and you know when you just come out and moving out on your first year with your kids and stuff like that you probably feel isolated and you know it's it's a lot of things a lot of expectation but at the same time, oh, I know you, what last expect, week was about. expectation. Last week was about jealousy. Last week was about jealousy. I've got um, a, a, a um, sort of response back from that from one of the listeners in Ireland. So yeah. I'll give you that. So so you know so again a lot of expect expectation. But again, all all put up this expectation. You know you can make your own expectation. Look how small it is. Next year gonna be a better year. Mm-hmm. Look at it positive. It probably small this year, darling. Next year gonna be a better year. Definitely. Our uh, next year, you know, it's step by step. You he can't did, just go up the ladder. Just they can't run up the ladder. You have to take a step by step up that ladder. You know, and be positive. Sometimes you know, I have negatives. Don't get me wrong. We have negatives. But I just wake up, I said, even sometimes I wake up and it's so negative and it's raining and cloudy and everything else co- coming down and work and stress and everything else. I just look and go, you know what, I wake up this morning. A lot of people didn't wake up this morning. Yes, and yes, you know, I have to look at the positive. 
just look take some positivities out of the out of the negativity so again just just look up for one another as well just look up for not one another and i said again any kids about the other kids struggling over the christmas period you know send us a message if we can brighten up your day one day we will brighten up your day because sometimes i know as again i talked about that before i trouble with depression in the beginning when i just came out you know the depression the anxiety you know so if anybody out there feeling like that you know i've been through it myself you know so you know if anybody out there were were single and a bit lonely this year you know a bit lonely over the christmas period and feeling a bit isolated you know you know because sometimes you think sometimes you just come out and you come you, you, I, my first christmas i went to a, me and my girlfriend split up just before christmas although we went back together but it was hard because it's christmas and i was expecting to spend time with her because my family was turning their back at me i just wanted some comfort at the same time we you know as I said, it was a dark time for me. So, you know, it's not the easy to think, because although I had a girlfriend, we end up having a massive argument, I would end up split for a couple of weeks, and then we went back together, because, you know, work through it. Because relationship is not the easiest thing. There's things that comes up, and you have to know how to work through it. And at that time, I didn't know how to work through it. You would get the better of me. At that time, I did not know how to work through it. Now, you know, it takes me a while to go through relationship and see I didn't like that part. You know, I've been through quite a few relationships, but at the same time, those relationships teach me something. Teach me something and let me know what I want. So when I met you, I knew exactly what I wanted because those relationships teach me something. So, you know, don't do say, you know, that's why I can't understand when people break up with somebody and don't talk to them because at least some part of that relationship was good. Not all bad. Again, you, your relationships and the people that you have been with are not as narrow-minded. I don't know. It's narrow-minded, but it's just the it's ego different. is too high, and there's a lot of negative words I could possibly use but we're not going to go there because at the end of the day it is what it is everybody deals with their things a little way different yeah. and it's it, it is it is hard because y- as a positive person you want to move forward but that negativity is kind of holding you back so it is what it is and we've just moved on and it's been six years now so we still don't talk. It's way easy. So I don't get that because I speak to every one of my ex. All of my exes, as I said, everybody is different. That's why we do this podcast. Although you're my wife, we have separate, we have separate expectations. Although you're my wife, we have different coming outs and different background and everything else. I said, I think... I just find it really weird of somebody I was dating for years, intimate with, have kids, a weekend split up and be amicable. Really? 
is that much how you are childish you can't split up and be at worst would we have kids together and even when i don't this is how i look at it i was with this person yes it didn't work but i don't have to hate that person i can t- see that person goes hello you're right and wish them all the best it didn't work but again me that i know that but the so thing what? is okay men women are different different cultures are different everybody has their different ways of dealing with things Sometimes that's the reason why, oh, you can just start finding these people that you can walk all over. It's not a case of people that you can walk all over. Everybody is different. So therefore, even though you're looking, you're blessed that you're able to deal with the persons that you've been with and you're able to talk to them amicably, that's star, that's brilliant. But unfortunately, not all of us have that easy road, that path to be able to have or hold such discussions and that's the hard part i still understand that yeah you you say you understand it but when you're actually going through it and having to try and balance it out between your partner that you're with or the the kids and and other persons and everything else and and try and think that are you being the doormat are you the one that's being used and abused or the fact that you're just trying to keep the peace for every person's involved and try and deal with that negativity and hold things down as you do as either a parent or as an individual in that particular relationship that you've that that's gone tits up as you say and 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 it's just not worked out and you're still trying to move forward and 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 trying to keep positive in a negative minus negative situation which should equal a positive but chemistry don't work in this in this instance because a, a negative and a negative should be a positive but it, it it's definitely a negative negative and a minus negative so sometimes it's it's it, it, it's it's we have to just carry on we have to just move forward and and, and try and do the best what we can at that moment in time and know that you as an individual continue to try to make things easy yeah and it's not always easy but we try and have that feeling of ease by not rising to the negative not having to argue because that was one thing that i just didn't want is and this is why when we have our negatives and you want to and rant down my head and, and just get it off your chest by just arguing. I'll, I'll, I'll switch off because I just, I'm not an argumentative person. I can, don't get me wrong, but I just don't want to. <coughs> just, 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 I don't see a point. When you've, when you've calmed down, we can talk rationally and it's as simple as that. i just not into it. I don't need it. I don't want it. So this is the, one of my personal ways of dealing with things. Not that it's the best of ways, but it works for me. And that's we all have it, to we all it, have to look it. at what works best for each individual in whichever situation. And it doesn't always work in every situation because there are times where we do need to talk. But that's how I said everybody relationship is different. So if it don't work, this don't work for you, that don't mean 
something else can't work for you. You know, if you try something and that don't work, try something different. But don't just give up at the first hurdle. No, don't. Because sometimes, you know, we are very quick to have that microwave ping effect, what I say to the kids, because they just think, oh, press a button, it it's worked, two, two seconds, it's worked or it hasn't worked. Like, no, 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 come on. Life isn't as easy as like that. You don't be at school from the age of four to 18. Come on, that's 14 years. If you were supposed to get it, you wouldn't have 14 years to process and go through X amount of exams in order to achieve. Because you need that length of time to slowly adapt and learn the skills. Oh. Hopefully it doesn't take that life longer, length of time in, in life itself. But hey ho, it's all good. Yeah, so that was our podcast. It was a general chat, really. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Let me just, before you yeah. try to... Okay, last week we did um, a a podcast on um, jealousy, jealousy, hashtag jealousy, which was episode 25, I think. No, 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 no. 28, episode 28. And um, we had a response um, from our friends over in Ireland. And basically... um, I turned around and answered on behalf of LGBTQ friendships. Um, this person uh, um, turned around and said that they're in a relationship and they too feel a bit jealous when their partner talks about their ex-partners. And the jealousy is not the fact that they're thinking that they're going to get back with this ex, but the fact that these exes treated her so bad, she doesn't under she didn't she doesn't understand why it is that she still wants to talk about them in a positive light, basically. And I explained that, you know what, it it's a natural feeling, to feel either jealous or hurt, a bit hurt or a bit betrayed. Not that she said that she felt betrayed, just in case you're thinking that's what she also said. No, it's my words here. Because, like, when Asa talks about her exes, you know, she talks about them very positively, very fondly, which is nice, but it can be annoying. And I've expressed that there's times where I just don't want to hear anything further about them. Because if they were that good, you'd still be with them. And, you know, we're together. So... I think she kind of slowly got the message that it's nice to hear, it's nice to talk, but please, I don't need to hear it 24-7. Not that it was as bad as that. No. But we get the message. So, yeah, I mean, it was just nice to to have that feedback. and, And, you know, I said, you have to understand that your partner has been hurt and probably takes a bit of time for to let you in and that trust to be built back up because obviously if you're saying that she's been hurt then you know it's like um domestic abuse it takes on average two to seven years for anybody to face up and actually admit to 
being in a domestic violence situation. Exactly, you're not going to jump up and say, oh, I'm in a domestic, I'm in a violent relationship. Mm-hmm. You're not going to jump up and, and, and disclose that at all. This is it. So, um, so I said, you know, you're going to have to slowly keep the communication and, and don't assume and, and set yourself some targets, some goals, so that you both can achieve so therefore say for instance it might be something say okay next month we're gonna go to our favorite shop and the month after that we're gonna do um do buy something from our favorite shop and we're gonna like that you know whatever they're into there might be you know play cards and have fun and just build things and build that trust and it, it doesn't come overnight and you've just got to take time and communicate and evaluate that you're on the same track and you're achieving your targets and the goals that you've set out for and um you know email back saying um thank you very much love the podcast missed us the times where we're not doing it and I do apologise guys because we are very busy like I've said in every moment I'm in the midst of uh, looking at um, developing a new business for the new year and so on too um, so yeah I'll keep you posted on that yes, um, that's, that's it really get us some feedbacks and to see reviews review, as I said this share. is just yeah, this was just an open one. It just opened the floor to me and wifey tonight. We were mm-hmm. sitting and chatting about it. So just, as I said, share and just let us know, oh, what what would you like us to talk about next time? Or, you know, all the podcasts. Or, 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 or you'll find a podcast and if it help you in any way. So this thanks for listening and good night and we will talk again. And I'll put the detailed notes on the end as normal. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and website. So yeah, have fun guys. Good night. Good night.